Premier Cricket season and Ben is our first guest for the summer of 23-24 here on Sport FM. Ben, good morning. Good morning, Jacob. How are you? Good. Good morning, Wayne. Nice to have you aboard and all the excitement and enthusiasm of a new season and I guess there's a point to prove for your cricket club, uh, the disappointment of losing the Premier final last year. The first grade grand final, uh, how do you prepare for a new season with that disappointment still lingering in the, the back of the mind? Oh, look, I think the players drove the pre-season. I think that was always going to be the million-dollar question for us. How would they come back and how would they attack the pre-season? And to a man, they've been outstanding. Um, disappointment, I think we got past that pretty quickly. We felt we grew significantly through last season and we're really using that as a platform this season to continue to improve and for each of our players to get better and continue to grow. So I think as a club, um, as you rightfully said, we didn't need for motivation. But um, it was certainly in the back of our minds that, you know, getting so close, yet really so far, um, yeah, it's going to prove hopefully the difference this season as we get through each and every game. What about uh, losses? Have you lost anything from the, the side last year? No, we haven't. So we're um, fully intact from last season and we've fortunate that Christian Smith has returned from an ACL, so he missed all of last season. Um, Callum Wiggers... Kyle's brother, he's um, back again, so that adds more depth. And we've picked up young Nick Wilson from the under-19s from the southwest, so um, he looks a, to be a really classy opening bowler slash all-rounder. And yeah, and obviously the improvement with young Gus Bloxham coming through the state 17. So our depth looks to have increased, if anything, um, which is fantastic. Puts a little bit more pressure on those the incumbents that we've got in the side. Ben, it seems like Premier Cricket's becoming a younger man's game all of a sudden. It's something we've sort of noted, Wayne and I, over the last few years, that those playing on into their 30s, is, uh, into their mid-30s, late-30s, seems all the more rare. Do you, do you try and keep the more senior guys at the club involved as much as you can, even if it's in the lower grades? I think as a club, we've always done that traditionally really well. Um, and we're really fortunate. We've got some fantastic leaders that are... They won't like me saying this, but definitely in their mid-30s. Um, it's people like Grant Thistle, who's been a real stalwart of our club, and Jared Daniels, who's, again, led our second grade really, really well over the last five to six years. Um, those two guys especially have been significant for us. And, you know, we as a club, we want to try and keep those guys around as long as we can. I, I'm a massive believer that the young kids can learn so much from absorbing and watching and listening to those guys. So... Yeah, they're the main two that stick in my mind. Um, we've had a few guys return to the club after a five to eight year, something like that, hiatus. Uh, and they're going to, one of those guys is going to lead our fourth grade. So now we are very fortunate as a club that guys like to return and try and give something back. So now we, we are really big on trying to retain those guys as long as we can. And, you know, sometimes just give them the opportunity where you go, look, let's not play Sunday cricket or just give the body a rest here and there and almost try and be on their terms as best we can. I think, Ben, if you look at the clubs that are generally successful, they've been able to do that, haven't they? That They've got that balance of experience and, and youth, but the important part is to have it in your lower grades as well where the learning begins and, and they can show these young kids and give them that direction. Absolutely. I mean, you need to learn the right way. I mean, as much as a coach or someone there can try and explain how the game should be played and technically how you want it to play and then culturally how you want it to play. There's nothing better than watching a guy and being in the change rooms and in the thick of it all and, you know, just listening to them, the little nuances that they do, the way they prepare, um, what they actually give up. And I think the big thing for our club is 
and I was, again we had two practice games over the last fortnight, both on a Sunday. One a little bit harder to get through after the grand final for the boys, but they've given up so much through a pre-season. You give up so much through summer that for these young boys, just seeing that little bit of you know selflessness and what these guys give up with young families at home, I just think it adds a bit to the culture of the club and those young boys realising that there is a bit more to give up than just rolling up on a Saturday or a Sunday and playing the game. Ben Williams is with us, uh, coach at Bayswater Morley, as they prepare for round one, as all clubs do this Saturday, a one-day fixture to start us off. You've got Melville at Tompkins Park. That's a pretty nice place to play cricket. Um, uh, if it's an away game for your club as it is here, what are you expecting from Melville? They've, they've had a bit of change at their club, no doubt, over the summer or the, over the winter, sorry, as well. Yeah, Melville always a really strong club. Again, they're, as Wayne was just alluding to, they're a club that is fantastic at keeping older guys around. I know I think Doigie Russell's going to his 140th season, so um, he's a he's a guy to have a huge respect for. And when you can keep those types of guys around the club, you know they're going to be well run, well structured, and you know really competitive team. Um, the wicket itself has been a little bit lower and slower compared to ours. I think you know for our boys just to make sure that we dig in round one, and probably the big message for us is you don't take any team for granted and. We need to understand, and I think we do understand, that everyone starts on zero points and you know you don't get to where you want to get to unless you actually do the basics for longer than the opposition. So, no, we expect them to be really strong. Um, and, again, they're at their home, so I, we want to try and, as much as we want to protect their home ground, be really good playing away from Hillcrest. First four games are one-day games. Well, what does that do for the ability for across all grades to grow a little bit of momentum into the season, Ben, and, and have that real block of games in the first three weeks? I just think you hit the nail on the head. I think it allows you to prepare a very specific way, and you've also got the T20s that are a lot earlier this year. So you can get a real platform in white ball cricket. Um, you can set up your pre-season pretty early on around how you want to approach one-day cricket, what strategies you're looking to do, um, really how you're going to phase in and out of certain sections. So I think the harder thing is for guys that are more... You know, sit up or technically can better at red ball cricket. It probably puts them behind the eight ball a little bit. But I think as a club and as a competition, at least you get to focus all your energies on one style of cricket. And you can then, as that happens, you get to build obviously into the red day games. But no, we're really thrilled with the way the fixtures have come out and allows us to focus on that one format. Ben, we, we wish you well in the season ahead. It promises to be a great season, and we know that both sort of morally across the grades. We're one of those clubs contending, uh, hopefully, in March. All the best. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Wayne. I really appreciate it and appreciate the show. Ben Williams joining us here on Sport FM.